welcome back to Genius Hack. You are indeed. Happy May. Happy May. Yeah, this, is our first, it, this isn't our first show in May, is it? No, but I feel like we're like settled into May now. Yeah. Oh, we missed last week, so it's not. Our yes. first, it's our second show in May then. Mm, yeah. Yes, we are kind of settled. We're midway through now. Yeah. It's feeling a bit more summery. It's, it is. It's feeling mm. very warm most we're, days. We're getting that leaving cert weather. We're getting <laughs> that communion weather. We're getting we're getting all the good ones. Isn't it great how the weather gets great when people just want to be outdoors and you kind of have to be indoors and it's not yeah. fun? Although I remember specifically it rained for my leaving cert. And I have to say it was more distracting. It was a scorcher for my junior cert because I remember sitting outside in the garden with my oh, science I remember that. book. And there was a sun shower, so I brought a golf umbrella. <laughs> Did we have the... What year was your leaving cert? My leaving cert was 2011. 2011? Yeah. How could it have been 2011? Did you leave school two years after me? What? I was 2009, my leaving what? cert. No We're way. the same age, though. Yeah. So you must have started Did you skip school transition? later. Yes, I skipped TY, which only accounts for one year, though. Yeah, I was four turning five when I started. My birthday's in I realise I, I asked this question not knowing how old I was when I started school, so it's completely... <laughs> Unimportant. Like, <laughs> so I, I did my leaving cert in 2011. Yeah, so we must have actually been. Uh, the, my leaving cert was the year that the Irish paper got messed up and we had to do um, Irish paper two on a Saturday. Oh, no. Did you not hear about that? No. That was all over the papers. It was the year. It was something. Oh. It's so long ago now, I don't remember the exact facts, but it was something like the day of. The day of Irish paper one, mm-hmm. some teacher somewhere in the middle of Ireland somewhere Leaked gave it. out paper two by accident and I don't think it, I think it was sort of said that like nobody actually seen the paper but even yeah, still can't. they can't take yeah. the chance so even though she took the papers back up he or she I can't remember what it was yeah. took the paper back up it didn't matter the paper had been handed out oh. so it meant that that paper two was void so we did paper one oh. the day we were meant to do it I think paper two was meant to be the following day, but it ended up having to get moved to the Saturday. So we had to go in That's on a Saturday. Crazy. And you lose a day of cramming. It puts off your study schedule. Because yeah. like, if you have your schedule decided where Monday I'm studying for this, Tuesday I'm studying for yeah. that, you ended up with a situation where, say it was Thursday, you were planning Thursday night to plan exactly. to study on Friday for that. But now you have another day where your schedule's all off and you can't spend Saturday cramming for the following week's stuff because oh you have to be prepared God. for an exam. Uh, it was horrible. heartbreaking. It was really bad. I remember being told the day we were told, and we all had that normal secondary school reaction. Well, I'm not coming in on Saturday. <laughs> I'm not coming in on Saturday to do yeah. an exam. And then you realise, oh, this it's isn't the school. Yeah. This is a state exam. We can't yeah. be all like, oh, I'm not coming in to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't come in, you fail the exam. Yeah, unfortunately. And, and it was quite the important one. As it well. was, yeah, it was a bit. And especially because it was paper two. I mean, like, you did paper one. Might as well, you know, commit the whole Yeah, way. and especially if you wanted to. I don't know, is it still the same now to certain colleges? Like, I know Trinity used to, where you had to have Irish. Yeah. You have I to have a pass in Irish. No, it's course-specific. Oh, the course-specific. I, I thought yeah. it was college-specific. Um, actually, it could be college, but... Um, it's I a long time since I've had to deal with this stuff. Same, yeah, thank God. <laughs> um, any, if we have any Leaving Cert students listening... You're in our prayers. Yeah, or. best of luck. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely best of luck. We're and definitely honestly, thinking about you. It flies by. Like, I remember I was one of the students whose leaving cert started on a Wednesday and ended on the Thursday. Obviously, the following Thursday. Yeah. And um, it was, I loved it. It was rough. Like, it was really intense. Like, I'd have, I think it was max two exams mm-hmm. a day. I don't think I had three exams in No, I don't think I ever had three in one yeah. day. But, um, Thank God. Yeah, I don't know. It must only be two a day. I think it is because it's like the first half of the day and then the second half of the day. The, vo- yeah. the day is kind of divided into two. Yeah, but I remember like girls who did physics or music, they had they had a wait between <sighs> their like I think 
biology was my last exam and um, I loved biology. Yeah, for me it would have been biology or geography. Yeah, biology but yeah, and history were my last ones. My mate was the only student in our entire year doing music. Oh God! He that's actually the, that's had like to do. One, it's the last yeah. exam, and he had to study outside of school. Now he was—he's like a, an incredible musician. So yeah. like he—he he knew most of the stuff anyway. Yeah. But like his the teacher in the school was great because he gave him a lot of books and said, "Look, this is specifically the the curriculum." And then the music classes he was doing outside that he was doing anyway, kind yeah. of as well for recreation, really. Yeah. That. Uh, tutor was more than willing to just go over all the stuff with oh, him anyway brilliant. so yeah. he was fully prepared like he killed it in the end yeah. but like to imagine oh. that being the only one yeah. and that's what he said that day he came in it was it basically Gross. felt like there probably would have been other people in the school yeah. but it felt like it was him the examiner and the, the student who gets paid a few quid to sit outside the door oh did your gosh. school do that? yes you yes, had did, whatever yeah. they were called monitors or something yeah, yeah. sit outside the door yeah oh god but no and at the end of the day it is just an exam and it does seem like the end of the world at the moment, not going to lie. I mm. still have dreams about it, like nightmares Me about too. the leaving cert. I still have nightmares about the maths leaving cert, Ugh. to be specific. Yes, I could have swore I failed that. Like, mm. I'm, to this day, I'm convinced that they marked the wrong one or it felt <laughs> really bad for me and passed me. Um, but, uh, like, you will find if you don't do as well as you want, because often it's the look of the draw as well. Like sometimes you yeah. could, it's just the one thing you don't study. That kind of, that benefited me in maths. Maths is my biggest phobia. I like, I am dyslexic, but mm. I can muddle through when it comes to written stuff. But yeah. maths is like, nope. No. I understand it in, in concept. I understand maths. And yeah. I have a pretty, uh, I have a, uh, my brain is not working right now. Just as I was going yeah. to say, my, my brain is really good with problem solving. I've always been great with problem solving. Yeah. But maths for some reason when it's done in numbers mm. it just scares me it's like a foreign language say no maths i was horrific at well no i was always like mediocre i did ordinary level mm. and you know the way sixth year so this is kind of turning into a leaving cert rant but it's fine we, it's coming yeah, up like yeah. it's is it this like um we made it through <laughs> yeah but i remember in you know the way sixth year is like the revision year for everything you learned in fifth year when it comes to maths yeah like you don't really learn anything new really and in fifth year i was grand you know getting b's mostly and then in sixth year like from the start of sixth year, gone. Yeah. Like I just couldn't do it anymore. And I remember looking back on work that I'd done and I was like, I have no clue how I did this. And my teacher was just like, Orla, like you'll have to consider going down to foundation. And I was just like, Ooh. I can't. Like <laughs> I need them points. And um, like, thank God I ended up getting, like I passed it, I was fine. But um, it was like, show your workings. If you take anything away from this, show your yeah. workings. And your teacher is probably drilling that into your head anyway, but they're not but being annoying. It's genuinely, you will I think be that's marked on me. your working. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mine were color coded. I had a pen that was pink, blue, green, and purple. You don't need to go to that much effort. But everything was color coded, <laughs> and I highlighted my answers to be like, "Look, here is my workings. This is the number I got." Because there'd be a lot of numbers on the page, and I'd be like. Look, the right number might be somewhere here, but this is the one I'm deciding is my answer. I feel like Show Monica from Friends writings. is sitting beside me right now. <laughs> oh, the colour-coded exact way of doing the answers. Oh, please. Colour-coding exams is amazing. <laughs> but it's so satisfying. We won't dwell too much yes, on the sorry. leaving cert. I, I, I will <laughs> say one last thing myself. If you want to have a last thing yourself, <laughs> fine as well. But one last thing I will say, and just remember it, because it served me well in the end. It's not the only way to get to college. No it's not way. the only way to get your degree. I did um, two PLC courses, mainly because I didn't know what exactly what I wanted to do mm -hmm. first. Um, and after I did those courses, then I kind of filtered on. I just kept kind of hopping. Yeah. So it was like it, doing a year of a PLC got me up a level. So I was a, a level above 
a level closer to my degree essentially yeah. and then I did a HND out in Ballyferma which essentially is the f- covers the first two years of a degree yeah. and that allowed me to jump into a you can either jump into a degree course and do like four years from there yeah, or in some places you can actually just do a top up where you, you do the last two years of a degree yeah. and finish it that way so there's so many other ways so like for me the Leaving Cert didn't go how I wanted it to go mm. um, I ended up doing that as I said I found the roundabout way yeah. and the one really big ad- advantage to doing it the roundabout way and doing a couple of PLC courses is you might be like me where I decided to do art I realised after a year of doing art that I loved it as a hobby and as a pastime and as a passion but as a career it wasn't something I wanted to do and that year of that was much better than going and spending two years or so in university and then deciding oh crap I don't actually like this and then you have to pay the tuition fee for those first two years if you want to go do something else I didn't because I found out in a PLC course so even if you do get the point sometimes think about maybe doing a PLC course in the subject you want to do anyway just to test the waters definitely if you're in any way unsure yeah and like no my final thing is literally backing up what you said you'll find if you don't do as well as you wanted or you don't get the points or you don't make it in the CAO um, then you'll find a lot of people will be coming out of the woodwork to say like you can go this route mm-hmm. you can go that route loads and loads of doors will start opening that you yeah. hadn't been shown before because often they they kind of make it out to be the leaving cert is the be, on, be yeah. all and end all now try your hardest with the leaving cert Oh, of don't course, get yeah. too disheartened if it doesn't go exactly because if it goes it well that's a leg up and if it doesn't then you just it's like anything else that mm-hmm. door might be closed but find a different one there's a lot of them yeah yeah. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Anyway, we will <laughs> yes. push on with the show. We spent literally 10 minutes yeah. talking about that. I do apologise to anybody <laughs> yeah. who's not doing the leaving cert yeah. or to anybody who is and was looking for an escape. <laughs> I do apologise. We are finished talking about that from now on. That's like that's that's uh, not allowed. That's We're yeah. censoring any more mention of that from now on. No more exams. Um, but what we are going to try to talk about on today's show, we've got some um, myths, myths some, myths. some technology myths. And I got really uh, into these because they were all quite familiar to me. So we've got that. We, of course, later on in the show, we'll have our news as we always do. And then even at some point in the show as well, we're going to talk about 5G. Mm-hmm. And everyone is a bit concerned about 5G. Some people don't know what it is. So yeah. we might talk about just a little bit about what it is. Yeah. Just briefly, we'll go over that a bit. And uh, if we have time, if we need to fill some slots, I've also got some interesting internet facts that <laughs> if we don't do this week, we can do next week. So we'll get them eventually. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so start off with your, your, your bit you got there, your facts. or right. your Sorry, that no, wasn't facts, was it? Myths. It was myths. Yes. So... This is one that has been around for most of my life now. The myth of using a cell oh, sorry, a cell phone. Yeah, we're not American. Yeah, it's an American site. <laughs> cell phone. Using, using a mobile phone at a petrol station mm-hmm. is a fire risk. And there's still signs on petrol pumps yeah. that still have the mobile phone and the cross through yeah, it, like no phones. Just in case. And phones have changed so much since the first ones. Because, I mean, like, I remember when I was a kid, it was t- you were told that it was like you could Sorry, have I'm adjusting your, my yeah. chair if I make a lot of noises I'm adjusting my chair um, yeah, there we go <laughs> you can it wasn't having the phone around like a petrol station that wasn't the danger it yeah. was if your phone is ringing and you click accept that a tiny little spark happens was that what it did, the thing was was it yeah that's, that's, ah. that's what I was led to believe okay um, but so like the truth behind it is um, like the whole reason they have the signs at petrol stations and um, it's that there was only one case that of, of a phone causing mm-hmm. a fire at a petrol station, and it was later found that the phone wasn't the direct, re- like wasn't directly responsible for it, actually starting the fire. Um, but it's still it, there is still the hype, not the hypothetical, 
but it's a possibility. It's a very unlikely possibility, but still yeah. a possibility. Yeah, so it's theoretically possible. And because in theory, it is possible that your phone can like ignite a fire at a petrol station. That is why you still see those signs up because if they didn't, then I'm sure there's like insurance liability yeah. and things like that. But um, so base because I'd like it's a really really remote chance, and I like I said, cause phones had come such a long way. I could almost see it happening with the older ones, you know, that were like plastic and like were basically a weapon. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, you actually pressed a physical button. Remember that? Remember buttons? Yeah, remember buttons. Remember Pe- keypads? People, younger people might not know what a button is. You had to press six <laughs> three times for the letter O. Uh, yes, you'd, you'd know that because it's the first letter of your name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like I thought it would be that kind like the, the button hitting off the receiver and yeah. the button kind of thing. I thought that was it. But no, even even your touch phones, like you're still, it's still technically a possibility technically possible that you can set a okay. petrol station on fire so, so it's to do more with a possible spark inside your phone from mm-hmm. some from a function on your phone mm-hmm. my say I'd have on that my, my query would be okay so it could be from that from a spark mm-hmm. that goes off in your phone yeah. but couldn't you apply the logic maybe and maybe I'm wrong maybe I'm totally <laughs> off base here but the same way you would with you know if there's a gas leak in your house and you're told not to turn on any lights or anything because there might be a spark. There's lights in those, yeah. um, what do you call them, forecourts or whatever in a in a petrol station. There's lights above, and at a certain time in the day, they go on. So surely there's a little spark that that's caused there. So surely if they don't cause True. any problem, and they're right above the pumps. There must be some kind of like like safety thing. With yeah. Them, I'd imagine they must fit those with yeah. some form of a protective thing, so that even if there is a spark, it's not in any way exposing exposed to the outside at all. Like It's and not possible. And they're very high up. Mm. They're very, very high up. Whereas, like, a phone would be at, like, kind of at level with the petrol pump. Yeah. If, like, potentially. Because it doesn't give a radius either of, like, how far. Yeah. But um, I was kind of excited that it's just like, oh, it's not a myth. Got to go back to being but afraid of my phone in the petrol station. It's not a myth, but it's highly unlikely. Highly, highly. But we unlikely. still would not suggest using your phone in a petrol station. Yes. And just um, a quick aside: if you do hear uh, like the sound of a child screaming yeah. outside, it's because we have to open the window because it's very warm in here. It's leaving cert weather. <laughs> yes, it's leaving cert weather. <laughs> um, another one which I did not know: the World Wide Web and the Internet are the same thing. Well, yeah, of course. Oh. Well, no, they're not actually, are yeah. they? The internet is the whole thing and the World Wide Web is what we access. Right on the head. Something along those lines, yeah. Um, They aren't the same thing. The internet is the infrastructure that allows information to be shared between networks across the world, including ones accessed via personal computers, smartphones, various kinds of software and more. The web is just another one of those networks, namely one of the sites and pages that that starts with www. Hmm. Yeah, so like the because f- you've different because you, you have different like versions of the web. Like the, everybody knows you've got like the surface web and the dark web. Yeah, there are two things everybody knows, but there is different kind of I suppose levels of the internet. I suppose that are, all exist on the internet. Yeah, but are not in fully encompassing the internet. And I suppose like you like in my head, the net and the web are just interchangeable. That mm. they meant the exact same thing, but uh, essentially the web needs the internet to exist. And I was there like, you go. oh my god, I thought that was like a fun little one that I'd never thought about that I just kind of took for granted. Yeah. Um, that's one of those ones I knew, but I psyched myself out straight away by going, oh yeah, that's true. No, wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
this one I'm happy about. This one's a positive one. Um, if you don't fully drain and recharge your phone or laptop or whatever your rechargeable thing is, um, they'll lose the ability to take a full charge. I've heard this one, yeah. Mm, and that used to be the case, but it's not true anymore. Because um, there's been like advances in battery technology, mm. um, it makes it far less of an issue. So new batteries don't need it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so most devices are either using lithium-ion or lithium-ion polymer cells, um, which are uh, which you can charge, mm-hmm. and it doesn't it like obviously if you when during the life of the battery, yeah, like, it decreases. I think it's after like a certain hundred amount of charges, it decreases in how long the full charge lasts. Yeah. But you don't have to worry about... Fully discharging it. Like. Yeah. Because I remember... Like, I'm terrible for just lashing my phone on charge for, like, 10 minutes for I do an extra it, bit of juice. I do it every night, regardless of what's left in it. I'll plug it Same. in. It's when yeah. I'm When I'm getting to the point where I'm settling down for the night, I just plug it in. If it's above 70, I won't. But anything... Like, 69... I do. I'm so bad for it. And, like, I do... Even though I just read that, a part of me does feel like I'm damaging the battery. Like, I feel like that can't be good for mm. us. Um, but uh, it is a bit of a comfort to know that it's not... Yeah. Um, although then again, that probably is bad for it because it's not. Wait, no, yeah. Um, well, if you you seemingly only get a certain number of charges, I think there's sort of a mm. certain thing like that where you get your phone has a certain number of charges it can kind of do in its lifetime. Yeah. And I'm wondering, does that mean full top to bottom charges, or does that just mean every time you fill your phone to 100, percent that's it? So if your phone was zero, or if your phone was on 90. Yeah. And you plug it in. Does getting to 100% count as a charge? You know, that kind of yeah. thing. It's like, uh, probably not. Probably reading too much into it. But I mean, like, I've had this phone for nearly two years and I don't mm. think it has ever gone to zero. Yeah, I think I, I'm nearly in the two, nearly in the two-year club myself. Yeah. yeah. Need to have an upgrade. Mm. <laughs> um, but, um, and there's actually a new thing that you can check on this phone anyway. I'm sure, I'm sure uh, Android is, has been doing this for years but um, you can see how much your battery has depleted since it's new one oh, so wow. since it was new sorry um, so at the moment mine's running at something like 88 that's efficiency. not bad two years later exactly yeah and for Apple I mean yeah <laughs> it's pretty good there's an interesting adjacent fact to this and I don't mm-hmm. If I'm starting to say it and it sounds like something that might be coming up on your list, stop mm-hmm. me. Okay. But it, to do with when you get a new device. Mm-hmm. Oh, the whole thing. Is there something on this about like if you having to fully charge or leave it like 12 hours to charge when oh, you get a new yeah. device? There's nothing on that. One um, so that was one of those things where for a long time everyone had this kind of myth in their head mm. that people thought that you have to bring your thing home and if you got a new phone. I remember this as a kid getting a new phone yeah. and you have to leave it on charge or if some if you got like some sort of an electronic device for Christmas yeah. my parents always telling me like oh we had to wait until you were gone and like to spend the whole day you're in school charging it and then <laughs> hope you wouldn't find it when you came home because it had to be left on charge and I thought that was still a thing yeah. and I remember when I bought uh, my current laptop which I don't have with me uh, <laughs> my current laptop a while back I bought that and same thing I stuck it in and I stuck it on charge for a while yeah. and then I just Sitting there googling, I was kind of a bit like, I want to play. So I was googling (laughs) it to see was that still a thing, and I was like, apparently it's like, no, it's not. Older older batteries did need to sort of be must be the same completely filled. Yeah, yeah. It was. It's almost like 
the way I seen it heard it described once is it's like an, having a balloon mm-hmm. and like you can just blow up a balloon straight away and it'll get a certain size but if you kind of stretch it out a little bit first and then maybe blow it up a little bit and then yeah, let the air out you you're, you're warming up the latex and you're kind of expanding it a little bit okay. and then you can blow it up bigger and it will hold its shape more or if you've blown it up once the next time you blow it up it's easier to blow it up again right. it's like that so it's like if you don't fully fill it give yeah. it time to fully fill the first okay. time but that's not a thing anymore you don't have to do that. You can literally, if your phone is 50% charged when you get it new out of the box, you can just play around with that and then once oh, that's nice. empty, you can plug it in and charge away Sweet. and just do a normal until it, when it hits 100%, that's it, it's charged. Okay. So there's a little extra yeah. factoid. Because I suppose like technology has moved on a lot yeah. that it's kind of handy that we're going through these myths because yeah. like the whole charging thing, things have changed but because like they're not it's not like it's it's anything major mm. or life altering so it's not like it's going to get a, a news headline yeah exactly it's like <laughs> breaking news but you still check your instructions always check because you might have a device that maybe has an older style battery mm. in it or whatever so and don't take our word 100% I'm like oh. yeah I thought I was the only weirdo who sat down no, and read the like, instructions no I was like what can my new toy do when I used to buy get new games like especially if we rented them I used to nearly torture myself where I'd sit in the sitting room oh, and I'd read, read the manual I know I'd read the manual yeah, back when yeah, games yeah. yes another one for you youngsters <laughs> video games used to come with manuals I, um, and I used to read them back to front oh, me too though mm. to be honest and um, I've noticed that with Switch games they don't and I bought a new Switch None, game no new ones do I bought a new Switch game the other day and there's like minimal information on the box as well I was like I want to read I can't play it yet I'm out and about but I want to learn there's, want a, digital, to there's a digital manual in a lot of them if you do it that way but oh, then really? you have to have your Switch still and you're, oh, it's yeah. not the same thing oh, I want I want that like shiny plastic mm, yeah I want the, <laughs> the kind of crappy paper that yeah. like all of my old books all my old games the manuals you can see how many times I've read them because the corners of the pages are bet up and stuff and or if it was a PC game that's what you'd read when you're when the game was loading mm. I like I'd I'd know the the Sims expansion packs back to front because <laughs> Sims on my old computer used to be so slow. So I'd like sit there with like three expansions pack, two, three expansion pack booklets, being like, <laughs> let's just refresh my memory when Sims eventually does load. What I'm gonna dress my Sim as? <laughs> back when you could actually buy PC games on discs. Yeah. Although the toy shop over there. Sims is, is still in Yeah, discs. I was going to say the toy shop over there, yeah. the only PC game they actually have on disc is The Sims. Really? Yeah, the only one. That's the only PC game I've ever <laughs> that had. That and Football well, Manager. Actually, that's a lie. I've had, football I had. Manager usually comes on disc too. Oh. Mm. Sims is the only game that I've consistently bought. I had computer games when I was a kid, like Magic School Bus, but um, <laughs> Sims, I, like, I've had the original Sims. Right up to Sims 4, and Lord knows I'm going to buy Sims 5 when it comes out, <laughs> whenever that may be. Don't know what they can do differently, but... Nothing, because they never have. <laughs> we, we, won't, we won't get into it. We won't, because we'll be here all day. We won't get into oh. it. Sims has obviously changed a lot since I last played oh, it. Oh, <laughs> Sims is unreal. Let's have a whole episode on Sims. We'll do a whole Sims episode, and I'll just sit here, like, just letting you talk and do your thing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Um, this is another one that, that I think a lot of us will be familiar about, similar to the phones and the petrol station one. Standing next to a microwave is bad for you. Mm. Yeah, and there is, like, because, you know, it's, it's radiation. It's radiation in a plastic box with lights and a turning table. It's, like, obviously bad. Um, while I... Cannot speak. While microwave ovens do at times sometimes leak a certain amount of radiation... It's usually nowhere near enough to do any real harm to us. Yeah, microwaves in general don't produce enough uh, high enough power yeah. radiation to actually be, and be dangerous. And I feel like, A, 
if it was really that bad that I mean they came out in what the 70s mm-hmm. that we would have seen the after effects by now like people yeah. who were like you know sit, sitting next to them like for decades and um, like by now we'd have seen the seen the aftermath and seems to be okay yeah. anyway there's been no microwave related catastrophes that we know of anyone who went to BCFE can attest to this because at one point there's one part in the hall where they have like in the canteen where they have two microwaves beside each other and you can go and heat up your food mm-hmm. but one of the couches is right in front of the microwave so your head is like the microwave lit. here <laughs> and if you're sitting having your lunch you're spending an hour sitting right in front of this <laughs> microwave yeah. and uh, yeah we're all fine yeah, most parts, like, not, I'm not that I, I have a, an odd green glow when yeah. I go out at night but I think that's healthy yeah no yeah. That's, that's that's kind of the norm yeah yeah especially waves. It's all good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, basically, it's fine. Like, it's not re- probably still not recommended. But I mean, it's probably not recommended to like be hanging out near a lot of electronics no. for a large amount of time. And if you're really worried about radiation, like, uh, actually, I've got information on radiation for when we talk about 5G Ooh. stuff, so yeah. I won't talk too much on it. But if you're worried about radiation, maybe don't go out in the sun. Yeah, yeah, I feel <laughs> like, like that's you know, if you're that worried. Is, like, yeah, no, that's a really good kind of point of reference. <laughs> like, if you're worried about microwaves, Look outside. UV think of that also. is a lot more dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Um, another one about microwaves that I'm going to say don't try this at home. Okay? Because it's about the whole... Warning, warning. We are not responsible yeah. for anything you do at home. Just in case. Because it's the whole... You should never put metal in a microwave. Now, oh. I, I... We're all familiar with this. You're not mm-hmm. supposed to put metal in a microwave. And like anytime something, basically something shiny. Like we even have gold-plated plates. Like that. That's no, they're not gold-plated. Gold-plated. Gold-plated plates. No. Orla is extraordinarily rich, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I have my in my mansion. In her, yeah. With her gold, her gold-plated plates in yes. her mansion. Yes. <laughs> These plates are older than me, um, <laughs> and they just have like a gold um, rim mm. around the edge, and we can't put them in the microwave because it sets it off like it starts to spark spark so i'm i don't 100 percent agree with this anti-myth thing or <coughs> myth debunking <coughs> so it's the whole putting metal objects in a microwave can be dangerous but it's not as harmful as you've been led to believe rather than it's the quantity and the and the safety of putting metal in the microwave depends mm-hmm. on the shape of it the shape of it? The shape of it. Now, I do find it really interesting. So things with sharp edges conduct electrons. Mm-hmm. So like forks. Yeah. Um, and more more electrons congregate on the sharp edges because there's more surface area. So if you accidentally leave your fork in your noodles when mm. you put it in. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> if you're doing your microwave noodle in the microwave. I don't know who does microwave noodles, yeah. but for somebody does. <laughs> um, what did I say noodles of all things? Yeah. I've, never, I've never made noodles in the microwave noodles before. They Neither are good, have I. but I've never made them in the microwave. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, the sharp edges can conduct electrons that result in sparking. But items with more rounded metal surfaces, such as spoons, usually don't cause the same amount of problems. And we have a little gif there. And just kind of shows exactly, like, it shows the, the electrons mm. conjugating more on the... Conjugating? Congregating. Conjugating. Conjugating <laughs> the verb to be. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, congregating on the on the tips of the fork, whereas a spoon, it's more spread out, mm-hmm. so it's less likely to be dangerous. But still, that whole don't try that at home. Yeah, uh, don't be like. I think we should continue to not. Yes, that's, um, that's put still metal in microwaves. Let's not put metal things in microwaves. That's yeah. that's our opinion. We've been on going this. fine do, with, um, by not doing it so far. Mm. If it ain't broke, 
don't break it. It's the same as maybe don't maybe still don't use your phone at a, a petrol tank. Exactly, but, you know. yeah. <laughs> I feel like there should have been a nice little disclaimer at this one as well, just like technically. <laughs> yes, but don't do it. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Um another one about phones that again I kind of grew up with. I mm-hmm. think especially cuz I was a kid when um, when you were younger yeah when I was young. <laughs> um, but when like it was becoming more commonplace for people to have their own mobiles mm-hmm. like you know like back in the 80s and 90s it was kind of business people yeah like grown ups especially the 80s like when mobile yeah. phones first came about if you weren't like making a heck of a lot of money you yeah. weren't walking around with a mobile phone and like they were the size of a cinder block <laughs> they were like. only barely mobile yeah <laughs> you needed to go to the gym for a few months before you could even buy one I was about to say the exact same thing <laughs> <laughs> so like when we were kids they were, the mobiles were a bit unknown, especially because they're kind of starting to jump along the technology mm. and like they're getting smaller and smaller. So you know that you whole now thing need of, to be less hench. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, debatable. We're kind of getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, again. they are. Yeah. <laughs> Lighter but bigger. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, it's the whole phones give you brain cancer. I've Do heard. You remember yes, that? I've heard this. I remember. Do you remember the little radiation shields? <gasps> You yes, could get for your phone. The little shiny The little things. lighty things. Like, and they light up they if light you're getting up your you call. call. <laughs> like, oh it's my so god! We honestly thought these were protecting us from radiation. Yeah, a little plastic <laughs> yoke. With little LEDs. Oh my god. It's okay, guys. It's okay. You I have my a piece of plastic on my phone. I've got my little plastic sticker. I'm all good. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh. But it was. The stuff like, that younger people just don't remember how how silly we were. Like. To be honest, I would love to bring them back. Mm. They were so pretty. Just for the sake of having them, because yeah. they were really cool. They were so cool, and it was so cool how they worked. Like if your if your phone was getting like a text or a call, and your phone was face down, and you saw it blinking, you're like, oh, I'm gonna get a text, <laughs> and then your phone like bling. Like, but that's I got how we that were text. all convinced because you're like oh the mm. radiation's obviously so much it's true. that it's triggering the flashing yeah, light it's, it's fueling like, the tiny tiny lights in my phone plastic like, nah. <laughs> no, no, not at all um, but it's so it's despite being one of the most talked about health scares in the 1990s and early 2000s there's actually no <laughs> research to date that has been found um, a casual link not a, yeah a casual link between using your phone and getting cancer <laughs> After an 11-year-long study in the UK concluded that despite exhausted research, we have found no evidence to, health or to risks to health from the radio waves produced by mobile phones or their base stations. It's probably just the usual radiation bad. Exactly. Kind of thing. It's like it really does seem to be like Not necessarily. That. And, um, like, again, when I was a kid, I was 11 when mm. I got my first mobile and it was because I bought it with my confirmation money and no I was 12 12 11 12 2005. I think I was younger than that to be um, honest I was, I was 12 my second one was yeah. a hand me down or my first one I mean, was a hand me down phone See, my I first few were yeah I wasn't allowed one and like now some of my friends had them but it was like the same old excuses like you know it was like now to be fair looking back I like one of them was because um, a lot of kids did have mobiles my mom and dad didn't want me to be a target yeah. of say somebody older like mugging me because I was a little girl mine never would have been because they were all old phones yeah <laughs> but um, like that was so looking back I'm like that is a really fair reason yeah because like, it is mad when you see like mm. just you saying that when you were, you were a little girl I only yeah. the other day walking home seeing a little girl with an iPhone that was bigger than her head yeah. and she's walking down the road she wasn't actually making a call why am I doing this she was walking down the road like with yeah. the phone in her hand and I was like if I was a criminal robber man yeah. I could like 
very easily pull that phone off. I wouldn't even need to run because no. what would she be able to do? Exactly. So kids that young having like expensive phones. Yeah. It's, not going to tell anybody how to parent that's your own yeah. deal but <laughs> to me it seems very unsafe yeah and it was very much kind of pros and cons of like mm. I know where my child is but I don't want her to be and not that I was going anywhere much on my own mm. when I was like eight <laughs> in the first place but still there was that concern and I think there was also the she's going to lose it yeah factor. well yeah there was that that's why all mm. mine I think were hand-me-downs yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there was also like the whole radiation thing mm-hmm. was another excuse for me not to have one. It was like, oh no, like give you cancer. And I was like, what's a cancer? <laughs> Again, I was like eight. Um, but I eventually got one with my confirmation money because it was my own money. And I ran off to the shop and I was just like, mommy, can I buy this? And my mom and dad are just like, fine. <laughs> and it was a sagem. <laughs> oh, I had a sagem. I think a lot of people had Was those. the silver really sleek looking one mm-hmm. or was it one of the earlier ones? No, it was silver and it had great games on it. And it had, like had the infrared. Circ- it had like a circular button with like the, for the directions and then like a yeah. button in the middle. I had the exact same one. Uh-huh. That was a badass phone. Yeah, that, that was, was a, a gra- great phone. That was a great phone. Yeah, It that- actually was for the time as well. That was like top of the range. It phone. had a color screen. I still have it. Yeah, same. I still have it. I think I still have the charger for it. I would love to boot that up. And that was a few phones in for me. Because as I said, my my earliest, my first one was a brick. You know, like where literally the screen was about (gasps) the size of a calculator screen. And it only had numbers. And that's all it was. And it was literally, it was like my first phone was like my sister's old phone. Yeah. And then my second phone was what at the time was really sleek. Like it was narrower than the other ones. (gasps) But the front of it was silver. Um, it was an ESET Digifone <gasps> phone that was before Vodafone I was about to remember like, Digifone yeah Jeez. ESET Digifone uh, I remember that logo on it and it was um, I can't remember the brand I think it was an Ericsson it wasn't oh, Sony Ericsson it was Ericsson, Ericsson back when Ericsson was its own brand oh my god um, but I had one of them and that was my bro- now brother-in-law's phone he gave that to me when he got a new phone <laughs> and then I think the next one after that was another one that yeah. was a hand-me-down one and then I eventually got my own phone yeah. Um, I can't remember what that would have been at that point it was probably a Nokia something or other because everybody's was Yeah. no it wasn't it was a Samsung flip phone <gasps> that actually had a colour screen and a camera it wasn't a very good oh. one yeah this phone but, had a camera as well yeah and then I got upgraded to my Sajim 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 um, but yeah that was phones my god mm. I, lo- I loved that phone as well it was it was so badass. good. It was so good. Um, and it had polyphonic ringtones. It had infrared. <laughs> you know like, what? It it had it actually. You could get real tones on it. They were another thing. Remember, you had your monophonic and your polyphonic tones, but then you had real tones, yeah. and they were always a bit more expensive. Because yes, you had to buy yeah. your individual ringtones. Yes, and you they had to go online. A bit more expensive, but it was like a 30 second loop of whatever famous song it was you wanted yeah. on it and I had some Eminem song I think as my I completely <laughs> forgot that actually and you could you could record songs and set them as your yeah. ringtone because I recorded a song from One Tree Hill and it was my ringtone and my alarm clock I used to have a lot of yeah <laughs> I, I, that was just one of those things well you could tell the type of person you were hanging out with by, the, by, the, by what ringtone went off on their phone when yeah, their phone rang yeah mm. <laughs> And to this date, like, this was like a, a, what's the word, not unique, an original song from mm. one of the, like, actresses in One Tree Hill, because she was a singer in the show. And I still love that song. It's called Halo. It's Does really anyone good. set songs as their ringtones now? That's an interesting one on, on, on Twitter. I know we haven't been super, super active on Twitter. We'll fix yeah. that. But, um, 
if if you do want to have your say on this, does anybody still do that? Because I know I don't. Yeah. I just use default ringtones now. My phone is on silent 100% yeah, of the time. Yeah, it's pretty much always on silent, yeah. to be fair. Like, it just vibrates. But do, maybe it would be a better question for teenagers and stuff now. Is that something that teenagers still do? Yeah. It's, I remember that phase? was a thing. It was like, oh, what was your ringtone? Yeah. Everyone had, like, and it, you, you didn't you, want uh, to be the one person who didn't have, like, a, a custom ringtone. Yeah. You had to have a ringtone. Or, like, if somebody's phone rang when you're like, oh, my God, send me that ringtone. Mm. Like, oh, God. Those were the days. Infrared. Do you remember yeah. you had to hold the phones oh, together because it didn't go God. that far? You yeah. basically had Literally. to touch the phones off each other. At a specific spot. Like, mm. there was a black spot a on the phone. Red, and you had to hold it next thing. to the... A black, sorry. Yeah. You had to hold it right next to the mm. other phone. And so help me God, if you sneeze near it, then you just wasted, like, two minutes of your life. But <laughs> do you remember the first time you actually figured out you could do that? And you didn't have to spend credit to send a tone to somebody because you used to have to actually use your credit and like mm. MMS the MMS. thing to somebody. And now it would now well not now then <laughs> now ten years ago or whatever yeah. you could finally for free. For this free. was like before like now people take for granted the fact you can go on WhatsApp or Facebook yeah, and, and for send free it. send something or email Don't someone and they get it on their phone or whatever. Like you can take that for granted. But that was the first time you could wirelessly send things for free from your phone to my phone. Oh. Like, it was mind-blowing at the time. It really was. And I mean, like, when it was like a euro to send a picture. Mm. Like, again, just kind of, it was... You had a lot of visual data to send that really, really blurry picture yeah. that now if you looked at it, you probably wouldn't even be able like, to make out what, what it was. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, phones didn't, like... I. I think the iPhone was the first phone I had that had a flash. <laughs> My current phone is the first phone I ever had that had a flash. Really? Mm. And like, I mean, now they're so standard. Like, of course your phone has a flash. How else would you take a picture kind yeah. of thing? Or like, or just a torch. Having a torch on your phone. Oh, no, I don't think. My current phone is the first phone I've ever had that has a flash on the front. Like, has oh. a selfie camera has a flash. I've had a flash on the back thing for a good few phones yeah. yeah sorry Actually, I'm not I that think, I'm not that much of a caveman I think maybe one of my Nokia one or two of my Nokias might have had flashes now that I think about it but I can't remember I cannot remember <gasps> and remember there was some phones because I remember my Nokias had these there was a tiny little square of silver next to the camera because and mirror. that would be the mirror so you <gasps> knew that you were in shot that, and Cause see, because all these people now no who think cameras. that they created selfies. No, no. selfies existed <laughs> back then, but we had to use a teeny tiny little mirror on the <laughs> back of the phone rubbish. to take the selfie. Oh, my oh God. man, I completely forgot about that. That was yeah. the only way you could take an actual selfie. Yeah. A teeny tiny little mirror on the back of the phone. Because there was no front facing cameras. Yeah. Like, I, again, I think maybe an iPhone was my first phone that had a front facing camera. Because the phone I had before my iPhone was a Blackberry and... That was a mistake. <laughs> How did this I, conversation get on to us reminiscing about old phones? Phones giving you brain cancer. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Do um, they? <laughs> they don't. Okay. Similar thing as the microwaves. We're fine. <laughs> we're all good. Um, Your oh, phone isn't trying to kill you as far as we're aware. Yeah. Again, like there's been research done, but it's, I'm sure it's fine. You can, you can hold the phone up to your ear. Don't worry. It does get worryingly warm sometimes, though, yeah. if you've had a long phone call. Yeah. I always feel like it's going to blow up or something. Yeah, it's like, mm, mm. it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Um, and the final myth, which I think, especially given the kind of the way um, copyright laws are going and just your content online in general, might be a good one to, to take note of. Um, if you post a disclaimer, you can prevent Facebook from using your photos. 
So the the legalese found uh, that is a funny word. Legalese. Yeah. Uh, the legalese found in a once commonly shared disclaimer that purported um, purported to allow users to keep all their rights over their photos. I remember that going around. Yeah, they <coughs> were um, they shared on Facebook probably won't stand up in a real court of law. Agreeing to Facebook's terms of use means that while you technically own the photos, Facebook has the right to use the photos in a variety of ways yeah. depending on how you set your privacy settings. Um, as one property lawyer put it, you own it, they have a license to use yeah. it, which I think is really important to remember. So it's still yours. But you've but given them permission by putting it up. Exactly. It's it's under their umbrella. Yeah. It's kind of like one contract is, can't supersede a previous contract in the yeah. sense that when you signed up to Facebook, and even, even when you yeah. really look at it, when you signed up to Facebook, you agreed to by clicking on their conditions. terms and conditions. Yeah. Exactly. One of the things you agreed on was they can use your photographs. Yeah. You putting up a disclaimer or whatever saying that you're not allowed to use my stuff. Unless they actually messaged you and said, okay, we agree to this thing you're putting forward. Yeah. There's no contract there. Exactly. They it's have not agreed thing. to anything. Yeah, Contracts have to be you've already equally agreed beneficial. With them yeah. So that you, like, yeah, you can have them. And it's, it's so annoying because, I mean, terms and conditions, man. Mm. <laughs> I don't think I've ever read terms and conditions in my life. Who has? Like, like very I've, rarely. <clears throat> I've probably promised my firstborn child or cat to, <laughs> to some company out there unknowingly. Um, Something you should watch, actually, if you're one of those people. And I say if you're one of those people, if you're everybody um, <laughs> and you have never read through like the terms and conditions on stuff like that. There's an episode of South Park, uh, oh. Human Sent iPad. Oh. And it's it's hilarious. Obviously, it's a total uh, P take. Uh, it's completely parody. it's a parody, completely complete parody of the whole situation. But they basically do cover the legal side of um, if you just click agree and accept and the whole point of the episode I don't want to ruin it so do watch it it's a bit gross but do watch it anyway um, it, it basically covers the idea of if you just say yes to this you, you could be saying yes to anything mm-hmm. you don't know what they are asking you to do or saying that you are agreeing to do and it's, it's a very good episode and it will make you think for all of half a second when you never would have thought for even even half a second before yeah. it will make you stop and think for a second before yeah. you next click on one and then you'll click on it regardless because you'll start reading the paragraph and realise this will take me hours and so. like that's the problem because I mean like we know like they could be putting God knows what into the terms and conditions as mm. well as their actual terms and conditions but like they're they're pages and pages and pages long especially with GDPR now and everything like it's it's harder for them as well to yeah. kind of be covering themselves making sure they are covered for when you do click the click and agree to their terms mm. and conditions so it's oh, it's an effort to try and get through them I wish I it wish is I wish they were quicker and easier to read or yeah. I wish there was some sort it would be great if there was some sort of a law where they, they had to offer an abbreviated version of it or mm. something but uh, realistically they're holding up their end of the contract and oh, it's sure. us as people who aren't reading the things that yeah. aren't fully holding up our end of the contract yeah. so but yeah that's the some, world we live in mm, some interesting little uh, uh, smiths <laughs> smiths <laughs> some interesting smiths I, I was going to say science smiths what I meant was phone related yeah. and technology related technology. Myths. but I liked them and it yeah, was kind of nice to debunk a couple of them or mm. 
rebunk or in some cases just, just bunk them yeah, <laughs> yeah bunk them <laughs> well if debunk is the negative then yeah. bunk has to be the, the non-negative version yeah. <laughs> that, that word there is positive I suppose not non-negative yeah. there, there is, it's great the way the that. English language has a word for that hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking recently on a documentary that I've been working on about Irish not having words for stuff like that like Irish doesn't have a word for sad there's no actual word for sad. It's basically... Irish is such a poetic language. It's lovely. But it's basically... I have sad upon me or I have yeah, sadness thrust upon me. It's something like that. It's like, I have sadness on me. I have the sadness of the world on me. Yeah. Like, that is so great. Like, I love how dramatic and poetic in a way yeah. Irish is. It's a lovely language. And I don't speak a word of it. But it's a really nice language. Uh, but yeah, so the other thing we're looking at today, anyway, we're talking, we kind of led on to it there with um, things that may or may not be myths and with mobile phone related mm. stuff. And one of the big talking points at the minute out there is 5G. Yeah. <clears throat> 5G is coming um, and we're seeing, you're already starting to see the infrastructure being put into place. There's already vans going around for a couple of different um, Wi-Fi providers to have like, you know, the 5G revolution is coming and all this yeah. stuff on the side of the vans and the the infrastructure for it and the the actual towers required and stuff like that are already being beginning to be put into place. Um, there's loads of talk about how much of them is going to be needed and um, one of the things with 5G is there's going to be more of these towers are going to be needed, more of the actual... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Like the, the not the receivers. What's the opposite to a receiver? Uh, <laughs> the word won't come to me. No, you know the thing that actually sends out the signal. Yeah. I know what I'm trying to I say, know, and the yeah. word will not come to me for some reason. I was like but receiver. More of them are going to be needed essentially. So it's a send, It's kind of like the the signal is is kind of you're going to get a better broadband signal, a better internet signal, but cool. it's weaker. It's like it doesn't go as far. So right. you need to have more uh, more of them. But people are a bit worried about uh, the issues with it because you hear the term like you know <clears throat> you hear that there's this gives off more radiation than uh, previous broadband systems mm. did and obviously people hear radiation and you immediately go oh my god radiation we're all going to turn like into mutants or die and or, like microwaves yeah you hear radiation and people panic yeah and understandably because take your iodine tablets you'll be grand <laughs> but it is I think it's understandable why people Those freak out a little bit when they hear well. it was a little bit yeah. uh, but I got it um, but some households still have some of those kind of lying around <laughs> yeah, just, uh, in just in case just in case you know nuclear war or something could break out yep. you might need them um, but yeah there, people get a little bit worried and I think rightly so when they hear radiation because people maybe aren't fully they don't know everything about it they don't know all the information on it and when most people think radiation they think Sellafield or one of these big yeah. nuclear plants is what they think or they even worse they think like what happened in Japan and mm. the stuff that happened there but the first thing you kind of have to remember is radiation is not just like nuclear radiation yeah you know like it's not just this really really high powered dangerous thing yeah. radiation and I have a definition here that it's, it's energy transferred through wave particles mm. so basically a lot of stuff is radiation. Your your the light, the sun, the sun's light is radiation. Yeah. All visible light is radiation. Yeah. If you can see it, if you can see visible light, it's radiation. Um, your mobile phone data—that's what we're talking about here, I yeah. suppose. It's it's radiation. Um, anything like that is radiation. Your microwave gives off radiation. Yeah. Your phone gives off radiation. We're surrounded right now in here by devices, whether it be the computer monitor in front of us there, whether it be the phone, whether it be the LEDs on the desk here, everything is giving off a certain amount of radiation. Uh, that's just there. It's around us and we're surrounded by it all the time. And it's, it has been, it's nothing new. No, it's nothing new. It's always been there. 
especially the sun that's been knocking around for yeah I for hear that's been been there a while yeah, yeah I hear I, now we're in Ireland and sometimes <laughs> you, you wonder sometimes the sun is a myth itself yeah I've heard about this glowing orange ball in the sky we'll <laughs> see it every once in a while and then they tell us not to look at it yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway 5G is going to operate at a much higher frequency like uh, when you're talking about radiation it's in terms of the the, the frequency mm-hmm. uh, that correlates with the energy I suppose that's needed so higher frequencies higher energy mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> so current networks current like what I suppose would be four, fourth generation uh, internet networks or Wi-Fi or whatever operate at 2 gigahertz mm-hmm. and it does sound like a big jump 5G is 27 gigahertz okay so it is quite a big jump yeah. so that's the first thing you need to know that yes it is the big jump um, so essentially it's more photons passing through a point at a, at a given time so higher frequency equals more speed which is what they're looking to do here so we want more internet speed we want to be able to get the things faster I think it's a bit mad that we're already <laughs> able to access information so fast but they just want to Gotta make it faster. faster we need to get to a point where before you have even decided to click on enter <laughs> you, <laughs> the website you wanted it. is already there we <laughs> seem to want to get there but higher frequency means higher speed mm-hmm. uh, so essentially that's kind of what we're looking at here is what is the correlation between more energy um, the more energy a photon photons have could that cause cancers or could that cause mm-hmm. A number, that's a new word, a number of different kind of things. Because, yeah, radiation. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Radiation at a certain level. We look at cancer because it's an easy variable to kind of look at. It's an easy, everyone knows what it is and everyone's scared of it. So it's like, yes, radiation at a certain level will cause cancer. Mm -hmm. We all know UV rays can cause cancer, we all know X rays can cause cancer. And that's why when you go in to get an x-ray, they stick that bloody big the lead vest. vest on you. <laughs> because, And that's why the doctors stand outside, essentially. <laughs> they just yeah. leave you there it's while like, they go fine, get the thing am done. I? Yeah, apparently so. <laughs> um, so the question is, uh, does 5G have enough energy and a high enough, uh, high enough frequency to cause cancer? Okay. And that's kind of what we're looking at here. Now, I, I won't bother with the short... No, I suppose I will. The short answer is no essentially so if you just want to turn off the, the video or the, the podcast now there you go <laughs> if you've got somewhere to go the short answer is no um, cancer can only be caused by radiation at a really high level like if you kind of look at where 27 gigahertz is on the spectrum it's like it's down here mm. and the things that can cause cancer like the likes of as I said x-rays UV uh, gamma rays which we talked yeah. about last week with the Hulk yeah. they're like up here and I mean you know? like even with things like that like you have UV protection and you have like the lead vest yeah. and stuff like that. So even with that level of radiation that like that is needed to cause cancer, there's still protection against it. Yeah. And like they're not crazy amounts of protection either. Exactly. Um, like you don't. It's not like you need to be walking around dressed in lead clothes all the time to go outside. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So of course that leads to the next question. It's like okay, because people are obviously going to have the reaction of right, your five G broadband and whatever. That's not going to give me cancer. Fine. That's. Cool. A lot of people are going to think that's great. But a lot of people are also looking at the fact that this is going to be everywhere. Mm -hmm. Like every building you go into is going to have multiple 5G connections and signals being sent around at all times. Mm -hmm. And they're like, okay, so one of these things is not going to give me cancer. But what about the accumulated uh, dosage, I suppose, from the different ones? And I watched this guy on YouTube and he described it in a really kind of interesting way. The way he put it was, uh, if, for instance, we say a photon level of 9,000 is equal to what would give you cancer, right? Mm-hmm. If you were surrounded, and say, so say it's 9,000 is what would give you cancer, but 
each of these individual things would give you an energy level of nine. Okay. Right? Being around nine of these things, all or a thousand of these things, all giving you an energy level of nine is not the equivalent to being around one energy source giving you 9,000, right. say, gigahertz or yeah, yeah, energy yeah, yeah. levels. Yeah. Um, so it's not the same thing. Yeah. The cumulative effect does not add up to the same as a whole signal all blasting you at 9,000 at all one time. Right. Um, Looked at he kind of he compared it to a microwave when he was talking about it in his video. He said you look at a microwave and the energy level of a microwave, which is about a thousand watts, mm-hmm. and it's con- a thousand watts. Inter- that's what, what level of power the radiation is yeah. kind of coming out. How fast it and it's stupid. yeah, and that's all focused on a single point, right? So it's a thousand watts all focused on a single point, mm-hmm. and that's not still not enough to give you cancer. <laughs> a microwave doesn't. It's still not powerful enough to give you cancer. Yeah. 5G, on the other hand, remember that, that's a 1,000 watts is a microwave. 5G, 0.1 watts. So it's literally... So you can't even heat your food with it. No. <laughs> it's one ten thousandth of the power of a microwave. Yeah. And it's not all focused on one spot. It's mm. spread around. It's like spread out into the atmosphere. So you have to. that's what you're comparing. You're comparing something that's... One ten thousandth of the power of a microwave, and a microwave is all focused on one area, trying to heat your food or heat yeah. whatever you have in it, versus a signal that's, as I said, one ten thousandth of that, mm. and it's spread. It's spreading out like waves, yeah. essentially. Because if you know, if you know how, the, like, say, your Wi-Fi router in your house works, it's like a bubble. So it's like the router's in the middle, and it's a big bubble that goes around it, and it disperses, so it goes out. So the closer you are, the stronger your signal is, the further away, the weaker your signal is. So it's dispersing this broadband out into a circle. (coughs) So if you imagine the microwave, if you're... I'm going to hold my notebook up for anybody watching the video. If the (laughs) microwave is kind of... This is the plate of the microwave, Mm -hmm. and all of those kind of particles and all that power is kind of hitting this one area on this one plate. Mm -hmm. (coughs) And then you compare that to something that's a fraction, literally one ten thousandth of the power, and it's over here. much larger And you're where the signal's coming from. And right beside you, it's the most powerful, and it's still not powerful enough. But over here, it's only getting like a fraction of that. Yeah, it's just not powerful enough. Like, and as I said, microwaves cannot cause you cannot cause you cancer. Yeah. The other thing is the amount of radiation given off in terms of again in terms of um, watts that mm-hmm. are given off. The equivalent uh, your your phone or not not your phone sorry keep going back to your phone these five G um, say routers or modems or whatever. The level of radiation they give off is one five thousandth of the effect of going outside and sunbathing on a really sunny day. Right. So, literally, going sunbathing on a sunny day is five thousand times more dangerous than these five G Wi-Fi signals. So, so while I can't sit here and one hundred percent say. I guarantee you that these things will not give you cancer and are not bad for you. I can say that it, the statistics really look like it's kind of, I don't want to say fear-mongering, but it's mm. not accurate. You're not wrong, though, fear-mongering. Because, like, I mean, so long as there's, like, paranoia and suspicion and thing and new technologies and new advances, there's going to be, like, something to manipulate mm. and to scare people with. Also, fun fact: Do you know how microwaves heat up food? It's the from it's the something to do with vibrating particles. Or the something, water isn't it? particles. Yeah. Yeah, it makes the water particles like vibrate really, 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 really fast, and that's why it's really, really dangerous to microwave water, just plain water. If you are microwaving water, um, and you mu- you must leave it sit because if you don't leave it sit for a few seconds or to a minute or so, if you open it, it can explode in your face. Oh wow. Mhm. 
I will remember mm-hmm. that. I have microwave cups of tea. I'd say that's quite so. Well, is there milk in it? Yeah. I've never heard that. But I think the, the milk will make it a bit more dense. A lot of times it's uh, if I'm feeling a bit lazy, I've made a cup of tea and I want a new cup of tea because it's gone cold <laughs> and I just decided, you know what, I'm just going to whack it in the microwave. I've never tried that. Mm. Well, there you go. There's a new test you can do. Um, microwave your tea. Because the water content would be a little bit lower because the, the lipids and stuff would be saturating it from the milk. It'd Very be true. a bit heavier. Probably less likely, but still leave it sit. Especially if it's kind of, if it, the closer it is to boiling point, essentially. So if it's been in for a minute and a half, two minutes, leave it sit for a mm. bit just to be safe. There you go. Well, there you go. There's <laughs> your, your little bit of microwave science. Yeah. Um, we have a couple of minutes just to really quickly dive into one or two news stories. Probably only do two mm-hmm. uh, since we are running out of time here. But uh, I found this one really interesting. It's an experimental. I'm just I'm sitting here and I realized I was thumbing through my notebook earlier. And it's like, yeah, I realize I actually have a tablet and I'm going <laughs> to use that more for these types of things. So it's so handy. So um, handy. But an experimental brain-controlled hearing aid has Ooh. been is being worked on, um, and it, it will decode things in the air. So, like, if you are, it's it, excuse me, what I'm trying to say is, it will identify things in the room in terms of, you know, the way when you're in a room, a crowded room full of people, mm-hmm. you can identify and pick out human speech uh, from the sound of the radio in the background, from the sound of someone dropping a glass, from you know, the way you can yeah. distinguish different things. Modern hearing aids, current hearing aids don't really have the ability or the sensitivity to do that. Okay. Our brain is great at it. Yeah. Or like say me and you, because we know each other, if we're at a party or we're at a pub or wherever, or you can probably up. hear me in the room. Yeah. So if you're at the bar and I'm sitting back wherever I was and I'm having a chat with somebody else, you're kind of already attuned to my voice. So you'll be able to hear me talking to yeah. whoever we're with, but you might like not. your name. Yeah. You'll hear yep, those types of things. Up. Exactly. You could be out in public and someone says your name and you do kind of go, what was that? Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, so it's the hearing aid will be able to do that. We'll be able to help and actually pick up on very specific things. Hmm. That's uh, kind of cool. Another interesting thing I thought was really cool um, to do with the father's genes when it comes to determining the gender of a baby. Yeah. Um, have you heard about this? That it's the father's genes tend to be more... Uh, tends to have a a much bigger impact on determining the gender of the baby it's because women only have X's and men Men have have XY yeah that's why it's really funny about who was it King Henry Mm. Who really? Who was like given it? Who would behead his wives for not giving him sons? Yeah, it's actually all his fault. fault. But apparently, you because you inherit it from your parents. If you are more likely, say, if like me, I have all sisters. Mm -hmm. So strictly speaking, I would be more likely to produce female offspring. Whereas if I had all brothers, I would actually be more likely to produce male offspring. And it's because I'm getting that from my parents because they have a history of producing more female or male offspring. I inherit that from them. That's really interesting. Mm. I thought that was a pretty interesting little thing. Also, it's why it's more common for men to be colorblind. Because the gene for colorblind, um, it occurs, it's like... It only if you have it on both the X and Y or something like that. Like it's one way. No, it must be women have X and Y and men are XX because mm. I think the color blind only appears on the X. Mm. So if men have two X's, you're twice as likely to be color blind. to get it. Whereas if women are XY, it would only be on one of our chromosomes. Neither of us are biologists. We probably should have looked that up before we went into this. But I, uh, got, I got a. I, I did higher level biology in the Leaving Cert. Okay, I apologise. You're a biologist. So I'm did a biologist. I, I, did, I did higher level biology in the Leaving Cert too. Just going to try that in. Oh, 
I love biology. Me too. But so, uh, we I, are, we've completely run out of time. I'm sorry, have, I have yeah. to cut you off, but we have completely run out of time. Um, thank you. Yes, thank you for joining us again. Very happy to be back this week. Um, and we will be back next week. Hope we changed some your life stuff. some of those myths. Hopefully we did. And <laughs> some of the internet facts that I found this week are pretty yes. cool and interesting, so we might go into them next week. Yeah. Uh, if not, they're in the bank for a future episode. Um, but yeah, until next week, I think Just that's us for then. today. So we'll see you. Bye-bye. Bye.